today is the 18th of July 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray and I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script which can be downloaded. The links are in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrow.co.uk. Again, links are all in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Lord our God, we thank you for being among us as our Father. We thank you for letting us be your children. We thank you, Lord, that as your children we can find life in the Spirit and in truth. Help us find out how our lives on earth can be lifted up by your Spirit. Your Spirit can bring us what we do not possess, that our daily work, all our striving and struggling for the outward things of life, may be pervaded by what is higher and what is greater. Your Spirit can keep us falling from getting lost in earthly experiences which, frankly, Lord, don't last, no matter how much they demand our attention. So we thank you for all that you've done for us, us, your children. We ask that you continue to help us, that we may serve you every day in gladness and in gratitude. Amen. 1 Timothy 5.19 Never accept any accusation against an elder, except on the evidence of two or three witnesses. I feel like today's thought for the day needs to come with a bit of a trigger warning, because we're going to be dealing with potentially some very sensitive issues. A few months ago, I had a conversation with someone who felt that church was not a safe place. She had been the victim of someone in a position of authority in the church who'd abused her and she was one of the 2,566 victims of abuse in the Methodist Church since 1970. Her abuser was one of the 1,885 people who had abused children and adults. I don't often disagree with Paul. Having said that, I find myself disagreeing with Paul more and more. But I'm going to today. For too long, Church leaders, lay or ordained, ministers, elders, stewards, whatever position of leadership they're in, have either been put on or put themselves on a pedestal, and they have become, they have become unaccountable to anyone. And the church universal across the globe has been rocked by scandal after scandal because of it. Now, I appreciate that people in a leadership role in a church get spurious claims made about them all the time. And so I understand Paul's rationale about having witnesses when accusations are brought against church leaders. But that does not excuse us when an environment is created that does not allow for openness or transparency. Now, I appreciate this is probably not what you wanted to hear on a Monday morning. But if you are a church leader, either a pastor or an elder, a group leader, how do you make yourselves accountable? Have you created a climate where openness and honesty are allowed to flourish? 
If you're a church member, how do you hold your church leaders accountable? Do you know about the channels that there are to bring grievances into the light? Not every church leader, not every elder, not every steward, not every pastor, not every minister is an abuser. It's a tiny fraction of all those people who are faithfully serving God. But people are still being abused in all sorts of ways. And as the Church of Christ, we need to repent and start making our churches safe again. And that starts by holding our church leaders who create those environments to account. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we're reading 1 Timothy 5. Let's ask God to give us his wisdom as we approach these scriptures today, shall we? Father, as we read these words, help us to read them with wisdom. Help us to respond to them with grace. And help us to live them out with power. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week 
are taken from the New Revised Standard Version, and today I'm reading 1 Timothy 5. Do not speak harshly to an older man, but speak to him as a father, to younger men as brothers, to older women as mothers, to younger women as sisters, with absolute purity. Honor widows who are really widows. If a widow has children or grandchildren, they should first learn their religious duty to their own family and make some repayment to their parents, for this is pleasing in God's sight. The real widow, left alone, has set her hope on God and continues in supplications and prayers night and day. But the widow who lives for pleasure is dead even while she lives. Give these commands as well so that may be above reproach. And whoever does not provide for relatives, and especially for family members, has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Let a widow be put on the list if she is not less than sixty years old and has been married only once. She must be well attested for her good works, as one who has brought up children, shown hospitality, washed the saints' feet, helped the afflicted, and devoted herself to doing good in every way. But refuse to put younger widows on the list, for when their sensual desires alienate them from Christ, they want to marry and so they incur condemnation for having violated their first pledge. Beside that, they learn to be idle, gadding about from house to house, and they are not merely idle but also gossips and busybodies, saying what they should not say. So I would have younger widows marry, bear children, and manage their households, so as to give the adversary no occasion to revile us, for some have already turned away to follow Satan. If any believing woman has relatives who are really widows, let her assist them. Let the church not be burdened so that it can assist those who are real widows. Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. For the scripture says, You shall not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain, and the laborer deserves to be paid. Never accept any accusation against an elder except on the evidence of two or three witnesses. As for those who persist in sin, rebuke them in the presence of all, so that the rest may also stand in fear. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus and of the elect angels, I warn you to keep these instructions without prejudice, doing nothing on the basis of partiality. Do not ordain anyone hastily, and do not participate in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. No longer drink only water, but take a little wine for the sake of your stomach, and your frequent ailments. The sins of some people are conspicuous and precede them to judgment, while the sins of others follow them there. So also good works are conspicuous, and even when they are not, they cannot remain hidden. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about some of those bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray.
Before we pray, just a reminder that we continue to pray for our Ukrainian brothers and sisters in the war. And also, if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line, let us know. We'd love to be able to pray for you, whatever situation you may find yourself in. Links are all in the episode notes. We'd love to pray for you. Our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer handbook is for the people in our towns. Let's pray, shall we? Gracious friend and God of compassion, we reach out to you for understanding while hardly understanding ourselves. We turn to you for eternal truths, yet can barely look ourselves in the eye when our words are less than honest. We ask, Lord, that our open hearts be blessed by you, yet dither and deny when your existence is questioned and challenged. Lord, we ask that poverty ends here, ends now, yet look over our shoulders in horror when a hand is held out in desperation. God of our understanding, help us see the real face, ours and yours. Help us to see the real needs, ours and theirs. And help us catch a glimpse of the world that can be. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Walking the way.